Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Why do we have and celebrate All Saints Day? In John's Revelation, or as the Greek transliterates it into the Apocalypse, we read of his vision of heaven and the things he sees. Some of it can be confusing. This is, however, beautiful. And so eloquently portrayed in the last hymn we just sang, and in the first distribution hymn we will sing during communion today, Behold a host arrayed in white. It is a beautiful picture of the divine service from the other side of creation. The martyrs and those who have toiled and suffered in this life now before the throne of God, receiving their Sabbath rest with our Lord as their host. We are given a glimpse of what heaven is like as the souls of those who have departed this life wait for the resurrection of all flesh. Their suffering is over, and their rest is in the presence of Christ where there are no tears of pain, no suffering or anguish, only eternal bliss and blessedness. They have what we do not yet have, and what we as children of God long for, to be saints in heaven before God. Who would not want what is described to be free of the turmoil, the sadness, and pain that is present in this life? All our affliction in this present day is due to sin, sin inherited from Adam that is separated creation from God, and sin that is in ourselves that we commit. Let's face it, our lives are a hot mess, as are the lives of those around us. You don't have to do much searching in the news, blogs, or just talking to your friends and neighbors to find the evidence. I personally think we're in a place and time where we as a society are desensitized to the conditions around us. Things that would have had many of our parents, grandparents, and great-parents totally reeling at what they see and hear, if they had been exposed to it at the same levels, just make up another day in our modern life. A couple of people shot overnight downtown, violence in our schools, the rhetoric of politics, and the partisan nature of everything. It is difficult to speak truth to any of these issues without being called a hater, a racist, homophobic, or just plain mean. I have often wondered, are these things truly getting worse, or does it simply appear that way due to the seemingly shrinking world we live in. We know what happened across the globe in mere moments, thanks to modern technology and electronic communications. Seeing all that is going on, one would think God's creatures would be driven to him and not away. And we have not even started on the troubles in our own families or the individual struggles and battles that we wage daily in ourselves as we try to sort out our lives and live according to God's law, the Ten Commandments. Our lives are a constant struggle against temptation, sin, and the devil, and this too can be a result of our digital age where the desire for any and every vice can find a place or voice that says, it's all good, don't worry. Ignore that little voice that says, it's wrong. Lots of people are just like you, and we struggle with temptation and sin. Oh, to be in the place that John is given vision of to be with our Lord and know nothing else but righteousness and blessedness before Him. This day, we remember and give thanks for all those who now enjoy that place and rest in heaven.
They have gone before us, asleep in Jesus. They rest from their labors. Some were martyrs, some were missionaries, some famous like the apostles, and many, many, many more were simply mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers that live seemingly simple lives just like yours and mine. These saints rest from the same labors we are now engaged in as saints here below. So yes, saints, saints here below. When someone mentions saints, in my mind, I always wanted to go to St. Joseph, the patron saint of children's aspirin. He was the only saint I ever heard of as a child. Later in life, one of the other saints might come to mind. And I was never quite sure why they were sainted and who gave them that standing. I was curiously uncomfortable whenever a pastor or another addressed members of a congregation in a manner like, Dear Saints of Advent, or St. Peter's, or Emmanuel, or wherever. I mean, was this addressed to me? I wanted to check the envelope, look on the outside, and make sure my name was on it, because it doesn't seem like it should have been, according to my life. I knew I was a sinner and forgiven, but a saint? All the saints I'd ever heard of were dead. And if I were to be a saint, well, I would not be here talking to you, but would instead be having my name read during the prayers on this All Saints Day. But the very real fact is that through our baptism, we are already saints. And the other real fact is the devil doesn't want you and I to have or realize this identity. But the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, and the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come In baptism, we've put on Christ and have been made new creatures. We have died with Christ in our baptism and given a new and eternal life hidden in Him. It is a mystery. It's difficult to comprehend at times that we live and will die, yet we live again in an eternal life we are already living. It is the now and not yet of our lives as saints that are still bound to our sinful flesh. If we could peel back the veil and see the dimension of the eternal, where God dwells with the risen Christ at his right hand, right here, we would see what John saw, a multitude, incalculable, numbers of saints from all time, all nations, all races, before the throne of God at his feast. It is why we gather on one side of the altar in the rail. They are on the other side, in this eternal dimension. They're free from all the trouble of life they lived and the life we live now. I've told every family that I've been with as they've grieved the loss of a loved one and longed to be close to them, you will never find a place closer to them than at the communion rail and the divine service where you receive the body and blood of our Lord as their soul is present with Christ on the other side of that veil. They are not there to see and cry over our troubles. Watch what we do as we live on this side of creation. That would be creepy. On your wedding night to think your departed grandmother and grandfather are looking down at you? No. And they are not there to listen to us and hear our prayers and forward them on to Jesus. They are in a blissful rest before God the Father, worshiping Him just as we are here. They are with us in this wonderful communion of saints. They, saints in heaven, and we, saints below. They at rest and peace, 
and we still in the battle against sin and our flesh. Even so, we are saints because the battle has been already won by Christ on the cross. The words, it is finished, mean exactly what was said. The battle was won. The devil has been vanquished. Our text from Matthew with the Beatitudes is a perfect fit for this All Saints Day. Many view the Beatitudes as a checklist. Okay, I got the peacemaker part. I've uh, solved that problem in the family and reconciled those people. The meekness, I need to work on that. The lowly, well, I got a good dose of lowly at work last week with that annual review, but it appears I'm not inheriting the earth yet. I think I do more work than most around there, and well, there's that need for meekness again. The Beatitudes are not our goals, our works to be done. They are the works of Christ. They're given to us in our baptism. Jesus was the one who was the poor in spirit, who mourned over the lost, who was meek and laying aside his glory. He hungered for righteousness to give it away. He was merciful, pure of heart, and the true peacemaker that brought peace between God and man and creation, making us saints. Saints we can never be by our own power, will, strength, courage, desire, or anything within ourselves. Only the power of God through his word in the gospel can bring us to Christ and graft us into him in baptism. Then we are created new as saints. While we remember St. Augustine, Jerome, Ambrose, or St. Joseph for their life of service to Christ's church or their witness and faith, even in the face of persecution and death, we also remember our own loved ones who have died in the faith before us. The only difference between us and them is we are still in the battle, the great tribulation of the last days. We are the saints on earth who confess Christ in the battle already won. With that wonderful promise, with Christ with us in his sacrament, and with all the angels and hosts of heaven, we give thanks for the victory we've been given and the love shown to us that we are called saints of God, even here and now. In the name of Jesus, amen.